This is episode 260. Um, This episode, um, we're going to focus on a subject for mental awareness. Now, I'm going to be doing my best to put um, a mental awareness episode uh, once every two months. And the subject that we're going to be talking about uh, for this episode is depression. Where does depression come from? Uh, Depression is something... You know, it it can be from, you know, living a hard life, having a hard life or living a hard life alone. Um, It can come from stress, health issues, uh, having a drug problem, uh, brain chemistry imbalanced, um, social media, lack of sleep, uh, personal traits like, you know, uh, a lot of people don't really understand us, uh, bullying, uh, child abuse, neglect, um, lack of exercise, uh, poor diet, uh, mental uh, health problems, and etc. I noticed that you're seeing a lot of people going through depression and a lot of other uh, a mental awareness issues and uh but depression is is something where it's there's a lot of people that deal with depression every day and it's hard you know I see a lot of people who overcome depression, but there's some that it just it's getting worse for them and uh you know right now we're living in a time um for us, it's very overwhelming. You know, what's going on with our country, what's going on in the world, social media, in home, and work, with our kids. I mean, just everything. And um, it's just, it's, it's something where you, you just see it in people's eyes. Like, they're just really not there. And... There's one thing with me, I deal with depression. It's an everyday struggle. And there's a lot of people that I talk to, um, they always, always reminisce of the good old times, you know, because that's something where, and all of us in our childhoods, we always had a good life, but something down that road uh, changed. You know, and uh, it's it, it's something. Um, from these lockdowns, um, from the p- pandemic, and um, I saw I saw a lot of people just mentally broken. Um, everyone thinks like that's not going to happen to me. It's going to happen to you sooner or later. And there's a lot of people that might give you that tough love. Oh, suck it up. Don't stop being a pussy. You know, you don't know what that person's going through. And um, to me, it's a, it's a struggle. It, it's a struggle. I deal with that every day. There's a lot for, for there's a lot to handle. But for, for me in my life, man... Where do I begin? You know, I I can go back to where my depression started for me. Um, when my mom and my dad were together, you know, I, you know, they they loved me unconditionally and all, but I think to me everything changed is when. Um, is when my mom, my mom's dad passed away. My grandpa passed away. And um, that's where everything changed in um, my mom and dad's relationship. And um, there was a lot of stress. There was a lot of, um, there was a, it was, there was a lot, you know, it, it was, it was, it was very heavy. Energy was bad. And Sometimes in a way, it's, you don't, I think when we're little, we don't forget the things because it's still, we can still put that in our brain, like certain things that happened. 
And I felt like with my depression came, um, I was really, really, um, I was abused. I was abused a lot by my, by my, uh, by my dad. And I still remember, um, when my grandpa, uh, when I was like, what, seven, I was seven years old, my grandpa, my grandma came to go visit when my mom and my dad were in uh, Wilmington. And my grandpa used to love me, spoil me, and, and my dad didn't like it. And I remember, um, we took a picture, my grandpa and I, we took a picture. I still remember that picture. And I was wearing like a red shirt, green pants. I was wearing like one of grandpa, my grandpa's hat. And um, right after that picture, when he, they left, I got like the, the worst beat down. I mean, I got beat up. I was really abused. Um, there was times where um, I didn't go to school for like a month. I was a beat, like just, I was bruised up, you know, beat up. Um, I remember my dad hit me so hard um, and knocked one of my tooth out in the back. And um, I think because of that, that changed everything. Um, you know, just, you know, feeling and feeling like neglected. Um, my mom will always have to protect me from my dad. Um, those are things where it triggered me um, of what my dad did. And uh, with my dad and I, we don't, we're not in the best of terms. Um, there's things that I can't let go because um, sometimes when I, looking back, you know, is, is that how men are supposed to treat their women? Like beat them up, um, abuse their kids, neglect, you know, bring, just bring up, just bring a lot of stress and a lot of hostile stuff into the house. That's what I thought. I was like, what the heck? And that bothered me for a, lo a very long time. And um, to me, you know, maybe you, maybe your guys and ladies' life or my life, we had our ups and downs. Um, there's, there's people that I know that depression really put them in a really, they, it, they're in a, it's almost like in a way you're, when you're depressed, you're in a deep cave and you don't want to get out. You don't want to see light. You're just, just leave me alone. I just want to be alone because sometimes people don't really understand what we're going through. People do not make the time and effort to get to know each other these days. Um, social media just fucked everything all up. And I guess in a way, getting bullied... Um, being the black sheep, getting picked on, that could happen to any of us. And that's what I felt. And, um, you know, and also with my depression came in is when, um, like I had a stuttering problem. Now it took me like almost 25 years to overcome my stuttering. But, and back then, you know, they used to call me, oh, stuttering Steven, stuttering Steven. And I was like, it would just hurt me. And those are little things. Depression is coming. You know, getting bullied a lot. People not understanding. Uh, being neglected. Being abused. Uh, you know, yelling. Saying verbal things that, you know, it can really trigger the brain uh, to the point it's just too much. And um, there was a time, uh, guys and ladies... Um, you know, Steven, you know, Mega Man, um, I was a mute. I didn't talk for almost two years because when I used to be over anxious or, or like really excited, my stuttering will be so bad, you know, and there will be people who's like, yo, Steven, just don't even talk, you know? And, um, that's where something it's like, you know, when people, you know, make fun of you, people abuse you verbally you know, there's people out there who are like a mute and um, 
that's what I was. I was a mute because I didn't know how to talk to people because my stuttering was really bad. Maybe because I was nervous or maybe because I was scared because, um, you know, at the time I felt like my stuttering came in because my when my dad used to abuse me a lot, um, hit me a lot in the head and, and all that, um, it really messed up uh, my thinking. I was scared to talk because I was scared to get socked in the face or slapped. And um, that that was a trigger. And uh, to me, it was something where it's like, man, what am I going to do? Because, you know, um, I can't I can't live like this forever. And when my mom and my dad split up, um, it was a, a relief. You know, we didn't have to be living in L.A. at the time in Carson and my mom and my and her brothers helped uh got all our stuff we moved to northern california to uh modesto and it was very different um a lot of my family from my dad or my mom's side they go to church but the thing is when we when my mom and and i we we left uh los angeles to move to northern california uh to modesto um everything changed you know, it was very calm, very peace. You know, a lot of my family were there. I was, it was almost like being loved again. And um, I missed my family. And my mom was a single parent, probably working two to three jobs. Um, my mom was never home. She was working. And I felt like I, I needed... I needed like someone to talk to and all and my mom was one of those like I don't want to talk about it I'm too tired and this always making excuses but at the same time you know um that's where uh my mischief comes into play just getting into trouble um there's no man in the house to tell me what to do I'm just like running amok and that's when um in those teenage those teenage years getting to high school, you know, I was uh trying a lot of things, you know, experimenting on drugs, um just a lot, you know, just again, just getting into fucking trouble. And um sometimes um when you try some pills, you might get that that sensation um to get that you know, try to, when you try certain type of drugs, you get that, that, that will, that felt good. And also, you know, I had trying alcohol for the first time. Uh, it was like, whoa. And um, I thought in a way, I just wanted to be cool and didn't know that a lot of these uh, problems for my teenage would be um, an everyday struggle for me now. And um, didn't know I had a drug problem. Um, I don't want to get too specific into certain things. It's, it's a little personal, but alcohol really, uh, took its toll on me. Um, I think in a way I was trying to take drugs and drink a lot of alcohol to really not dwell on the past of a, of a lot of things when it comes to my depression. You know, I just wanted to just to go away for just for that day. But the thing is, you're going to go through that, that you're going to go through another day, you know, like, hey, I got this day I don't want to think about. Then you got another day that you're going to think about. Then another day that you're going to think about. Then another day you're going to think about. Then I got to the point I just didn't want to go to school. Um, I dropped out. Um, I um, just wanted to stay in my room. I was very depressed dark. I was just, there was something going on. I think in a way my mom took, took notice and my mom was really, really like, she was really worried. Like, Hey, what's going on? You know? And, uh, when the, I felt like, you know, your mind's going everywhere and, you know, having thoughts of suicide and it, it was, it was something where my mom 
just sat down, was crying. And she's like, what's going on with you, Stephen? What's going on with you? I just felt like there's just a lot of things. But I feel like my mom and my dad didn't understand the stuff that I was going through. Because of their their time and their generation. Like, how can we relate? You know, like, and just not having a, you know, if I, if my mom and dad were together and I was going through an alcohol drug problem, I bet you my dad would just be like, I'm not going to have this in my house. I'm going to kick you out. You know, I don't want this shit. And that's how tough love is. But you shouldn't be doing that to your kids. You know, I mean, you don't want to neglect them. But at the same time, you don't want to be an enabler. Um, always cleaning their mess. Always cleaning their mess. It's like, nah, it's a, there's a balance. And my life has always been like, shit. Like, I'll have some good moments. They don't have some bad moments. Good moments, bad moments. Good moments, bad moments. And I feel with a lot of us, we all want to find peace in our heart. You know? A lot of the stuff that I've been through in my life, I was just trying things. I was experimenting what to do, what not to do. Um, it was something. And I thought in a way, um, you know, meeting someone that was going to change my life and having two kids um, with with someone getting married, I think, at the time, looking back, it was the wrong decision because I got married young. And um, my depression went in an all-time high because the pressure, you know, being the breadwinner, um, you know, trying to have, like, order in the house. And to me, um, I don't want to bash on my ex-wife, but there was things that I... I didn't re- agree with her and there was things that I saw that I I think that was pretty foul and really messed up and um that's where it just brought more stress into my life to the point I wasn't really focused on work um I wasn't drinking I wasn't doing drugs I was sober but there was just sometimes you have hiccups and um I just felt like I was more like just my mind was somewhere else where it's like I didn't I wasn't in love with her. I wanted to be so I wanted to be with someone that actually gave a fuck about me, um, actually would be a good wife for me, um, be very, very supportive. I think we all need that in life. We need to be with people are going to be there for you from your good times, bad times, and ugly times, but also at this, and also be very supportive. If you're having some low moments, that person needs to, to be there and support you, not put more weight on you and talk shit and everything. The thing I, I see a lot now these days, people are soft, people are this. You can't ever, I get it that everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But you don't know each person's life. We don't want to judge a book by its cover. Like, oh shit, the book is fucking that heavy. I'm fuck that. You know, open the book, understand them, get to know them, help them out. That's where, um, for me, um, I'm really more focused on <clears throat> mental awareness because there's a lot of people who need help. Um, I constantly get DMs from people, um, even some uh, celebrities that say, you know, Mega Man, I'm just having a bad day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit suicide, you know, and sometimes I might have to call in work and, and really, you know, calm he or she down. Uh, we care, you know, and uh, I know there's a lot of people that focus on mental awareness and all but they don't want to deal with people's problems or 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 maybe they just do it for clout but i i respond to a lot of messages and whatever i can do to help them out show them love maybe go out to lunch and talk to them and or even like um i I, this is what i've been doing um every day 
I DM about five people and just to check up on them, see how they're doing. Like, hey, just want to just drop by. Um, just I haven't heard from you for a minute. Just want to just say, hey, man, hey, I'm here. You know, um, have a blessed day, you know, prayers. I mean, you don't know how much that means to a person. That if you leave a message like that, you don't know how much that means to them. They might be going through some shit. Maybe they're having a fucked up day at work. But you know what? If you show some love, you made their day. And I'm going to tell you something really crazy. About two weeks ago, um, I was doing like how, you know, how I am, uh, you know, just DM five people and everything. And um, I um, I DM this certain uh, person. Um, and, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention he or she's name. Um, but when I DM this person, I'm just told them, I just want to see how you're doing. Um, hope you have a blessed day. I just want to check up on you. I just want to check on your mental health, you know, and everything. And I'm just, I told that person, you know, if you need, if you need any advice, you know, you need any help, um, just, just holler at me, you know, you don't know how much that can change a person's life. And when I got the respond, when when that person responded back to my message, that person said, you know what, Steven, Mega Man? I'm really, really thankful that you left me that message. And trying to try uh it's uh, a little emotional. Um I was gonna commit suicide that day. And um, you saved me from not committing suicide. You saved my life from not committing suicide. And just for, for that message, that's all I wanted from a person. Not knowing there's people out there who are alone, who don't have friends. They don't have their mom and dad. You know, they don't have no kids, nothing. They're alone. And that's where... You know, these days, you know, we got to be there. We got to be there for our people. Even in the Latino and the Latina um, community, a lot of people do not want to talk about mental awareness. But you know what? We have to. I know people don't want to talk about it and be all macho. We have to talk about it. And people will say, oh, I don't want to talk about it. It's going to make me soft. I got to toughen up. Yeah, you can be you can be all toughen up all your life, but, you know. Well, what's going to happen if that if your wife's dealing with it, your husband's dealing with it, your kids are dealing with it? How you gonna how you how you um how you gonna cope with all that? So you gotta show some love. You gotta show compassion. You know if 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 my mom and dad and with their mom and dad and and their mom and dad was more like tough, tough, tough. Does that make me a tough parent, or does that make me? Uh, a parent that so-called he call me soft because I want to show compassion and love to my kids. You know, I'm going to shield them from all the negativity, all the abuse, what my dad and, and a lot of people were to me. I'm not going to have that. I'm going to show some love. I'm going to show compassion. I'm going to tell them what to do, what not to do. Street smarts. You got to show that love, you know, because, you know, they're going to they're going to remember our kids are going to remember that every day. You know, my dad was there for me. My mom was there for me. And even though with me, it's an everyday struggle um, with depression because with me, I'm dealing with my work. I'm dealing with uh, social media. I'm dealing with my family. Uh, I'm dealing with the podcast. Um, I'm dealing with a lot of people that just don't want to see me win. And I'm also dealing with my son. You know, uh, you know, my son is in the hospital and, you know, to me, that was, uh, that was something big. It just really just fucked everything up in my life. But at the same time, I went home and I already knew my depression was going to flare up dramatically because of so much going on. 
that I just wanted to meditate. I wanted to sleep and I wanted to think because my mind was just going around in circles. Like think, think, think. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What's going to happen? How am I going to pay this bill? Uh, who's going to be there for my son Twenty, you know, with my work? And that's when I, that's when I told my, um, my, my store manager, I need to take some time off. I can't do this no more. Um, I just need to be really focused and really see what's what's my next move. So, you know, I don't want to take no medication or drugs, whatever. I just wanted just to sleep a lot and really meditate and think what's my next plan. Because if I don't want to be just be overwhelmed. So what I did is to calm my my stress down, calm calm my uh my depression. You know, I brought a notepad, wrote a journal of what's been going on with my life. But at the same time, I have another notepad with to keep a journal of of uh, stuff to do. Um, how am I going to balance with my work, with the podcast, with my friends, with with my family and all? Um, because I was trying to figure out how am I going to focus all my energy into my son, Alexander? And because I wanted to focus on that. So it took me, it took me like a, a, a week. And I want to give a shout out to my mom. Um, when my son was in the hospital, um, I didn't have a lot of people to turn to. I know I got a lot of love on the DMs and, and the phone calls, but I'm going to be honest. I thank you for everyone for that. And uh, I know there's some people that wanted to come. To be honest, I just really wanted just my certain friends and my family there that I built a relationship with. And my mom, even though um, she came up from Northern California to to be there for me, um, that I needed her the most. I really did emotionally, mentally, mentally, mental, uh, mentally. And uh, it's almost like, it's almost like George Lopez. Remember? Remember? You know, remember? <laughs> just a little humor but um she was there i needed her the most and um she pulled through and my mom was showed that love and i felt like when she came to to long beach to to really you know have some support um there were some deep uh deep talks and uh i told my mom it's like hey because this is the thing too, um, to overcome your depression, you have to let go. That was the most biggest thing. I did not want to let go of certain things that happened when I was little. And we had some deep talks and um, I, uh, I told my mom, I love you. And I gave her a hug and uh, my mom told me, do you know how much I was waiting for you to tell me that? That I, that you love me? Uh, a mother's love is a mother's love. And uh, it was something where it was a relief. Because my mom was always working so hard to put a roof over my head and and also it was hard because there was no father figure in my life but when my mom got remarried and um you know my stepdad Eddie it it took some time to really understand and get to know who he was and um you know I consider him as my dad at the same time I also consider my dad as you know, he passed away years ago, was my Uncle Manuel. My Uncle Manuel um, made me for who I am. I've never given up. Stick up for yourself. And when, when there's a problem, you deal with it straight on. You figure it out. And that's where, little by little, the the depression was fading away. Sorry for my, for, sorry for my tears, but this is real shit. My depression was kind of fading away. Even though it's like, man, it's like a it's like a big ass platter. It's like, man, I'm gonna finish it, but there's another problem. 
Here's another platter. Okay, here's another problem. Here's another platter. I'm already full. How am I going to finish this platter? Every day, every day we're going to have problems in our lives, no matter what. But you know what? It's okay because we're going to deal with it. We're not going to give up. We're going to overcome it. And the thing, what I like the most about my life, when we have everyday struggles, it's the experience that I get from it. Because you know why? There's going to be people out there are going to look for advice. Hey, Steven. Hey, Mega Man. Have you been through this situation? What do I do? How do I ever overcome some of these problems that I'm not used to? And it's good to help out people. Show them from right from wrong. Hey, this is what happened to me. Don't do this. Don't do that. Because we have to look out for people. There's a lot of negativity in this world. There's a lot of negativity when it comes to social media. And what I learned for the past, ever since my, my son's been in the hospital, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of people that are energy vampires. They, they take all your energy and they just talk shit. They, all that negativity. It, it shows people's true colors. And uh, I learned from that. And um, there's one thing um, I don't do like I used to no more. I used to be one of those where when people will just come at me, I'll come at them. You know, like people could say, oh, at the time, Mega Man's drama and this. And I said, no, it's not about me being drama. It's me sticking up for myself. You have to. When people say, oh, just ignore it and this, whatever. Sometimes it's cool to ignore sometimes. But you really have to stick up for yourself, you know, because there's a lot of bad people in this world. And uh, true colors were shown a lot in my life and also from the podcast and social media or meeting with people face to face. Knowing what I know now, I have to put a, a shield around me. Any negativity when it comes to social media when it comes to uh, meeting people face to face, I have to. There's a lot of uh, people out there are looking for weak-minded people. That's not the case with me. I don't want to be around that stuff. I don't want to be around energy vampires. I don't want to be around dramas and this, whatever. The reason why I like to be alone or a reason why I like to keep my, my circle of friends very tight because I don't want no no negative around my life because I don't want my anxiety. I do not want to have my depression flare up again. So knowing what I know now, it took a lot of time to know where I'm at. And now that I'm in a good place, um, I have like a really, really uh, good support team. There's people that really show love to me, um, you know, Parting ways from all the clout people, the negativity people, and also being part of the San Sancho's Garage family. Um, it's, it's all love. And um, that's one thing about me. Um, I always want to show love and, and be there for the people. Um, and that's when I realized also with my depression from me doing podcasts, that was my cure for my overcoming my depression because I had so much stuff building inside me that I needed to express the way how I feel and so people can understand again we are living in a time we do not make the effort to get to know each other we only see what we see on um on social media whatever we post it could be 15 20 percent but a lot of people don't even know what's really going on for that other 80%. But the thing is, when people meet me face to face, it's, you know, like, oh, shit, he's one of the real ones. But also there's other ones that they like to press on me on certain things. But I know of, for who they are and what's their attention. And again, I have a shield. I know, and I will never um, 
never want them in my life, in my circle, or with my family on the podcast. There's going to be a lot of people like that in the world that they want to take something from you. They want to check you or press you or or if anything and stuff like that, can't have that. That's why I keep my, my, my circle super, super small. And that's one of the reasons why for me doing podcasts, I learned so much from a lot of people that came on my podcast from past guests, um, present, or maybe down the road in the future they will come on, or a lot of people in life. Each person that I met taught me something. And I thank them for that. And it's something where if it's going to make me a better man, uh, a better father, a better podcaster, or maybe um, a better person in life, then so be it. I'd rather have all that guidance and information because there's one thing about me. When a person tells me something new, I I really want to hurry home and just you know, look fat check, look at everything. I like to really exercise my brain and my mind to really understand, oh, that's what he or she meant. Oh, okay. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. And that and that's also another thing to overcome uh depression. You know, you're learning something new. I always want to learn. I read books, you know, um exercise, um Write a journal, what's going on with your life, um, pushing out the negativity, setting goals. Um, I want to stay in the present of what's really going on. Like you want to give back. Um, I know um, I'm always with Sancho's Garage and I see what the Hood Santa Local Hearts Foundation was doing. And me and my son, we went to go get some food at Mexicana Habashi Grills. Check them out. They're it's a good spot. And doing a live and, and seeing kids in um, in the inner city that don't have no laptop computers and Hood Santa and the team are giving away free Chromebooks and shirts and all, that to me is a blessing. And uh, you never know who's going to be hearing and you never know who's going to be watching. And I remember uh, this happened, what, yesterday, you know, I was doing a live and uh, someone saw that and I uh, that person said, hey, hey, Mega Man, thank you for posting that live. You know, I didn't have no money to to give my daughter a laptop, but um, I just want to say thank you for posting that. And, uh, you know, they quickly went over there and um, and the mother got her, her daughter a laptop, a free laptop, a Chromebook. That's what I do. You got to show love. And even though there's people out there that say bad stuff about me or post videos or this or whatever. To me, those are the type of people that are never going to, they're never going to change. They're going to be the same old person forever. And uh, the thing is, I don't need that. I want to be with people where whatever they did, they let go. But it takes a real woman or a real man to step up and say, yo, you know what? I fucked up. I apologize, but it's it's never going to happen. And that's why people in a way that's also with depression, a lot of people just can't move on. This can't move on. They can't. They had they had they're too very they're too prideful. Um, they hold grudges. They take things personal. That can also be a sign of depression as well. You have to let it go. How you how you how are you gonna push forward to and and be in the present or see what your goals for the future if you're still stuck in the past? You have to let it go. There's things like I did not want to let go, but when it comes to mental awareness, I want to live more longer, and you just have to let it go. That's why I don't dwell on that stuff like I used to. Like, you know, and um, to me, I just want I just want my life to be better. I want to show people love. But at the same time, when I'm not here on earth, I want the people to really remember what I did. You know, 
when it comes to my podcast, um, helping out the community, uh, showing love to the people who supported me since day one until now, and and also just giving people hope, giving people inspiration. Hey, we all have we all had our times. Hey, if Mega Man can do it, fuck, I can do it. I've been homeless and. I had my drug problems, you know, and I had my ups and downs and everything. But the thing is, that's where my motivation comes. That's where I'm always hungry. That's where it's like, man, I really got to go out there and do this and this and this. And when I was, when I, when I hit rock bottom, when me and my two kids were homeless, I mean, actually living on the streets, man, my depression was really... It was pretty bad. There was times I wanted, really wanted to commit suicide and, and also take my kids with me because I feel like we shouldn't be here on this earth. Like, help us. But the thing is, all that negativity was in my mind, was holding me down, not letting me take chances. And that's when slowly was getting my life back together you know, um, just working hard, hustling, and making a lot of sacrifices. And um, I overcome um, from not being homeless anymore. I got my place. Um, I have a good job. Um, I build that relationship with my mom. It, it we we uh, rekindled the fire of of my relationship with my mom and my stepdad and certain people. But at the same time, I had to part ways and let go of, of certain individuals that were holding me back in my life, podcasts or social media. So there was a, there was a balance. So it was a, there was a lot of transitions that I was going to, um, I was going to focus more on. And I think that was the best decision. And, um, you know, with me now, Trying to get my body back in shape, drinking less alcohol. That's an everyday struggle. That's another subject on a mental awareness. Um, I don't drink like I used to no more. Um, I can't do it. I'm 42. I can't. You know, I, I need to live more longer to see my kids grow up. You know, I don't want to die early. And, um, you know, sleeping a lot, meditating, um, trying to reduce my stress level, eating right. That's one thing I've been trying to do is eating right, um, just making more moves, finding a hobby, um, just setting goals. That's the thing, what I'm going to do, setting goals. What am I going to do for 2023? That's my main thing. I feel 2022 was closing a chapter of a lot of things that it was all these little missing puzzle pieces where, where I, I was finding them. I'm like, oh my gosh, the puzzle is almost completed. And I feel like now everything's coming into play um, in my life. And in 2023, um, the puzzle is completed. And um, I just want to say that... Um, I'm in a better place now. Um, I have people around me that really have a good support um, when it comes to Sancho's Garage, when it comes to my family and, and my close friends. And and just letting go of the past. Just letting go. Um, I do not want to dwell on it. Um, there's a lot of personal things I would want to mention, but to me, I keep it to myself and I just feel with them, it's pretty sad that they're stuck, they're stuck, there's, there's, they're still stuck in their old ways and I don't see them changing and it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. There's people out there or dealing with some certain depressions, but the thing that they cannot overcome it, 
they're still stuck in the past. And um, they hold grudges, prideful, take things personal. I just see it more like, do you want to fucking die early? Let it out. Let it go. Have conversations with people. And uh, I want to say something before we end this episode. Um, People, if you're dealing with depression, there's a lot of things you can do. Change your diet, hobbies, again, sleep, you know, go out there, you know, talk to people. There's a lot, you know, and you can DM me, um, you know, Steve Martinez at the Long Beach Social Experiment. You know, there's things what you can do, you know, being in a support group, you know, help out people, get out more. Because sometimes in a way, you know, when when your brain is all like in a dark cloud, it's hard to get out um, out of your house. It's hard to do things. You know, there's people dealing with grief, you know, neglect, you know, people not understanding them. You know, um, they're just it's a lot, you know, it's just it's something. And um, I know it's hard. I know it's hard for our to to move on and um I know it's it's a it's a lot overwhelming now of what's going on in the world but also again on social media but you got to have a balance and um I hate to see people go through these dark dark depressions to the point they don't want to be here on earth and they just commit suicide and I, it's it's pretty sad Because I've been there. I didn't know how it is. Sometimes when I go through some dark times, you know, sometimes I'll be honest. You know what I started doing? And I haven't been at church for like 29 years. Started praying. You know, I would tell, um, I would tell God, hey, help me. Help me. There's times I was so prideful, didn't want nothing to do. But when you pray and you believe, things will come. And to me, I'm just glad that I'm alive. I'm glad that my kids are okay. I'm glad that my son Alexander is doing much better. I'm glad that I have a roof over my head. I'm glad that I'm not living in the streets. I'm glad that I have a job. I'm glad that I'm making people happy. I'm glad that I have a podcast that is reaching out to the world. I'm glad that I met so many good people. I'm glad that each person that came into my life taught me something to be a better person. So to me, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful. I hope you liked this episode. I hope this episode makes sense. And if you're dealing um, with depression, I know it's an everyday struggle. I'm going to pray for you. Whatever I can do, DM me. I'll have a conversation with you. Um, Again, change your diet. Work out. Find a hobby. Get out more. Um, Avoid the, the negativity. Avoid the energy vampires. And... This is really important. Avoid social media because that is the devil's playground and that can really, really mess up your mind. Really to the point. It's worse than a drug. It's worse than alcohol, drinking alcohol. I mean, social media can really fuck your head up to the point. Yeah. I mean, your depression will be like 10 times worse. So just try to lay out social media because that can just mess up your energy. To me, I see social media as a vampire, as, as an energy vampire. Because we're always on our phone. We always want to see that like or this or not every five seconds. Put your phone away and live life. Don't deal with all that drama. I've been through my ups and downs. I know how social media is. That to me is a, that is a drug. Social media is a fucking drug. And if you're dealing with depression, you're going to fucking die early. And I'm just being very blunt. 
again, I love you guys. Stay blessed. And I hope you like this uh, first episode of Mental Awareness where we talk about the subject depression. Um, I want to give a shout out to all the people on the live on the Lobby Social Experiment. All the people who listens to the podcast. Um, also, shout outs to all the people around the world. Shout outs to all the people dealing with uh, mental awareness. I love you. I pray for you. Uh, shout outs to Sancho's Garage, The Hood Santa, Mexihana, um, the whole team from Sancho's Garage. Uh, I want to give a major, major shout outs to my kids. Uh, you know, uh, Luna, Daddy Loves You, Emiliano, Daddy Loves You, Gavin. But lastly, my son, Alexander, I'm going to see you uh, later today. I, I fucking love you. Um, you changed my life. You changed a lot of things um, these past month, and um, it's for the best. And uh, I just want to help out people. I want to do the best I can just to bring a smile, just warm your heart. And and lastly, for you guys and ladies to live another day. And uh, if you know anyone going through some hard times, depression or anything, show them some love. Show them compassion. Be there for them. And um, just DM them and say, hey, man, everything's going to be okay. All right. Love you guys. And also, please, when you're done hearing this episode, go to the Lobby Social Experiment. Please rate and review um, some stars. Leave a comment. Also, uh, leave some stars on Spotify. All the social media platforms will be coming soon with TikTok, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Patreon, YouTube. And all, but some there's a lot of good things are coming in the works for the Lombie Social Experiment. Also, there's going to be some collaborations down the road. But once again, I love you guys. I'm out. Peace.